hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Hello. It. I can't believe it. We're in person, but also like in a professional studio. Look at us being all grown up and shit. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm. I'm so excited. I'm just gonna call it out. I'm awkward as fuck right now, but it's all good. It's okay. It's all good. I feel like as you. Well, I mean, you're not drinking any actual no. alcohol. But it's fine. As <laughs> as we go on, things will get more au naturel. I feel like. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. This is going to be sort of our last session before I have to head on a plane to, um, what is it that you called it? The homeland? The motherland? Did I call it that? You did. Um, to the motherland. To the motherland. So fun story. I, during a, I guess like not really great time for um, North Africans slash Arab Americans, um, I was going through TSA and she was like, what were you doing in, in Egypt? You know, it's like places that are a little, I guess like sus to TSA. And I was like, oh, you know, just going to go visit the motherland, like just casually saying, yeah, totally going to the mother. She just like looked at me like, (laughs) so for fun. Okay, cool. (laughs) Just awkwardly, just like keep, keep on digging yourself a hole, homegirl. Have you ever been stopped? All the time. Do they like interrogate you? Have you ever been brought into a room? Um, I haven't been brought into a room, but I did have a situation where... Um, I was flying for work with my executive and because it was a day trip, I didn't bring luggage. I just had a purse (laughs) and I definitely got stopped and they were like, why do you only have a purse? I was like, cause it's literally a day trip. Where were you going? This is important. I think it was Seattle. Oh, you got stopped going domestically? Yeah, domestically. This wasn't internationally. I've had like the zero, zero, zero on like the ticket, which is like extra security. It's like the tag that they will put on your ticket. Yeah. This is like very quite common. Clearly, I have no idea what the zero, zero, zero is. I don't know how to identify these things because I don't get stopped by, by airport security. Although Mark did once. Mark, we were flying back from Guatemala, no, Guatemala or Argentina. I don't know, somewhere in Central or South America. And we had a layover in Houston. And I remember we, you know, you have to get your luggage and then recheck it. It's that whole like bullshit. And Mark, uh, he looked homeless, like hair every which way. He was wearing these like hideous sweatpants that were high waters. I got rid of them after this flight. And just like an oversized t-shirt. It did not, it was not good. And I go to the bathroom while we're waiting for luggage and I come back and I see that there's like three CBP officers like surrounding him. And I'm like, is everything okay? And they were like, oh, you're to get, do you know this man? I was like, yeah, that's my husband. We're flying together. And they were like, oh, okay. Well, in that case, sir, have a nice day. And so I spoke to my my sister who, you know, knows about all this stuff. And she was just like, yeah, you're not, like you're you're good. You're probably never going to be stopped. And like, I wonder what my family did that like now I'm on some like list where it's like, I, I think it's stopped. literally 
Probably just my last name. Yeah. That's really <laughs> I what like, it I don't is. think your family had to do anything. I it's think. Like, oh, brown lot. last name. Okay. There you go. Getting stopped. Um, yeah. It's so funny that it still happens in this day and age. Like, I thought we got over this. America, like, I thought, I, I, I thought we got over this. No? Okay. No, cool. Definitely not. Um, I mean, that's why I have like global entry. That's why I have TSA pre check. Like, I thought you had those things because you're a bougie bitch. Oh, no. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> she's lying business guys don't let her tell you that yeah, this is gonna but be a shitty ass like a budget jesus christ i feel like you think i spent like ten thousand on this thing no well all right <laughs> definitely not um no i'm like the points girl like you know how like you're always like on a budget like trying to find the cheapest thing possible for like the bougiest thing possible when it comes to like home goods or <laughs> there's a difference or between, whatever there's um, a difference between Hey. Spending $50 on a hey. candle and $7 on hey. a candle, then spending... We all have our things. You, know, okay. you love things. Fine, fine. I love experiences. Fine. Don't judge me, I'll bitch. Give you that. Don't judge me. Um, okay, on that note, I think it's time to get into our basic bitch cookies. What do you think? Um, and for our listeners, new, old... Um, this is essentially the segment where we do a lightning round of top headlines. It's sort of a quick overview of like up to date reality TV shows, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's where we give our, you know, quick top of mind thoughts. Um, so we've pulled quite a bit. There's like so much that happened this week, crazily, crazy enough. Um, so I, I feel like we have to time ourselves because this is oh, my job. Month. Your job. I've been rehired. <laughs> Let's see how bad I can fuck this up. <laughs> um. Okay, we're ready. Okay, so I think for the Kardashian family update... Got it. Got to do it. Got to do it. Yeah. Um, let's say what? We'll give this one 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a good one. All okay. right. So for those who may be living under a, a rock, um, the Black China versus Kardashian trial is going on currently. Um, there are several things that have currently happened with this case. And I don't know. Should we just like kind of go through the list yeah. of this hot mess? Um it came out that she hasn't paid taxes in years, I think since 2018, from what I read. No, I think the last time she filed for her personal yeah. taxes was like 2015 or 2016. And she says she does not have a personal bank Making account, it. which I don't understand. How does that work? Isn't she the one that was complaining she had to sell three cars to pay her yeah. bills or something? I, I, you know, there's a certain level of like, I know that the wealthy utilize like loans and there's like a whole sort of like strategy behind it. Never spend your own money. Exactly. But I am so curious, like how she's gotten away for so long without filing taxes and she hasn't been audited. And also the fact that they got her in court to admit these things. Well, I, I feel I like she's about to have a very, very bad year. hundred percent. Yes. She's about to be audited. She's about to be hit with God knows the penalties. I didn't pay my property taxes for like two months. Yeah. And the penalty was like $800. So I can't even imagine what. Yeah. Nowhere near what yeah. she's probably going to have to go through. Um, the other thing was that her mom apparently wasn't allowed in the court. And that is because she went on, I think it was Instagram live or something of that nature where she threatened the judge and she threatened Chris Jenner. Um, which we all know Black China's mother has been very, very vocal against the Kardashians since she was robbing, dating Rob. But, but I have a, yeah. I have a very important question. Who is her mom? Um, she has a name that like leads me to believe that I should have known who she was prior to this rampage on Instagram. But I, I had never heard of her. And then I saw a picture of her and I was like, wait, Tokyo Tony, she looks like. Oh, there we go. Tokyo Tony. Yep. She looks just like her daughter. Save for a couple of fillers, but yeah, is, is she like a is she a personality? I don't know. I think she's a personality because of her daughter. 
Oh, okay. But I could also oh my be god, China, Tokyo. I just realized that. Well, um, I think her real name is Shalana Hunter, from what I'm seeing. Okay. I don't know what that means. But no, okay, so apparently she went on a like an Instagram live and was going off and was like, shit's about to get real, blah, 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 blah. And then she effectively threatened the judge, but then came back and was like, no, no, I wasn't threatening the judge. I was threatening Chris. So the judge even, you know, the judge agreed, hey, this is inappropriate. You're not allowed to do sit we, in the... Do we think, conspiracy theory, that this is once again all orchestrated by Kris Jenner because they need more of those views for that Kardashian show on Hulu? <laughs> like The she's, lawsuit? No, not the lawsuit, but she's like probably working with... Maybe they already have things resolved on the back end, but she like reached out to Tokyo Tone, whatever her name is. I don't know. Um you know how we love, 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 love to feed the conspiracy theory that Chris Jenner orchestrates everything all the time? I, no. I was say because this lawsuit's been going on since, I think, 2017. That's true. That's number one. And number two, I mean, look, that's ballsy. If you're going to reach out to the plaintiff's mother and get her thrown out of the court, I, I, I love a conspiracy. I don't think that this is one. Fair enough. I was, mm, I'm just saying. Falls in line with how we typically view the queen, Miss <laughs> Jenner. Um, By the way, Chris, we are looking for representation in case you're watching. <laughs> so. In case, in the off chance. <laughs> Wouldn't be mad if you orchestrated some shit on my behalf. But um, So the other thing is, is that apparently Chris Jenner, uh, you know, said the black China had threatened Kylie. I guess it was because she was dating Tyga. But then also it came out that Chris Jenner called black China ghetto. And like a hood rat or whatever the other terminology was. And I was like, interesting. Well, I think she said he needs to dump the bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and but he she's also called her very ghetto. ghetto. Yeah. I mean. Look, I think she has some um, anger issues that need to get sorted. That's just like my two cents on the matter. Um, given how, I don't know if you ever watched Rob and China. Um, no, absolutely the show. not. Um, I've seen certain clips and wow, do they trigger the shit out of each other. I'm very surprised that this show went on for as long as it did just because of the level of just insanity between the two of them. Like clearly it was a toxic relationship. Um, yeah, it's lots of anger. Yeah, but anger doesn't have anything to do with being yeah, I know Neto. that's why, but, but I feel like Chris Jenner is probably like equating the two because like she's being so vocal and so like, you know, aggressive on mm-hmm. a show or whatever, and she probably equates that to being ghetto. I'm in, I'm not in her head, but I'm just making assumptions as to what her thought process but may it, or may not be. But like, I don't think she's a hundred percent. She's fair enough. She's not not ghetto. You know what I mean? I, I'm, we're not going to go down this path, but I'm just saying she's she's. Yeah, I don't know. She's something. Put it that way. She's she's something. Okay. On the whole aggression and violence thing, that, again, not saying that has anything to do with being ghetto or not, but um, she pointed a gun at him and then was she like, did. oh, haha, I was joking. They said that there were no, he told me there were no bullets in the house. Like, And she also strangled him with um, the cord of her iPhone charger. Yes. Saying that it was a joke and he was playing video games and she wanted him to pay attention to her. I can relate. I can relate to that, right? You would have choked Mark with your No, I'm charger. saying I can relate to want, to to needing attention and being a needy person and being like, and grabbing a Come, gun and s- love me like waving it around. No, my point is I can relate to wanting attention during a video game. I would not try to harm Mark is what I'm saying. 
Um, yeah, but there's like one thing like going into the room and annoying someone while they're playing video games being like, pay attention to me and like poking and prodding at them versus grabbing a gun and waving it in the air and like choking someone with an no, iPhone I charger. Agree. So. I agree. I think it's wild that she's like, oh, I was joking. Ha ha. Yeah. That was funny. And okay, wait, I'm going to say something, you know, I'm going to be this. Per- I don't think it's controversial. I'm going to be this person, which I'm not usually this person. Mm. Um, do you think that anyone would accept the answer? Ha ha. I was kidding. If it was a guy, if Rob had pointed a gun at her. Absolutely fucking not. Okay. That's what I, I mean. Obviously, obviously. I mean, we all know that we're all conditioned with certain like gender normative stereotypes. And I think in particular, when it comes to domestic violence, like, I agree both sides, both male and female, but the way that socially we've all been conditioned that when a male, I think in particular, does enact a certain act of violence against a woman, mm-hmm. in our minds, we tend to exacerbate that. Not that it's not warranted, it is, um, but I think on the flip side, probably the conditioning that we have as a society is like, oh, well, it's a woman, like, you know, what what can she really do? Is she, is she strong enough yeah, to like, exactly. actually hurt him, you know? Um, which then people could like lighten the actual severity of the situation. Yeah. So I do believe that if it had been Rob that did it, this would be a very, very different story. I think it would have been like a, I mean, domestic violence, battery. Well, isn't that, she is suing him for that, but, but also, wait, he, hold on, wait, she's the one that's, that's yeah. suing him for that. And then well, she's, she's the one that's guns. the family for, um, defamation and the loss of she, like her actual money due to the, um, case. she's suing him for, but that's a separate case. Yeah. It's not this one. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't yeah. really, I thought it was all like lumped in. It's a separate um, case. Um, yeah, I, you know, what's also really interesting too, is the fact that this is what I mean. Like this is such toxic, like relationship and just toxicity across the board. Um, because, I don't know if you remember this, but he had released her nude photos as like a way of like mm-hmm. retaliating against her throughout like all of this. So I don't remember that happening, but apparently he released nude photos of her and on Instagram. And then they like blocked them, took them down, deleted something, and then he reposted them, which is like, ooh. Yeah, he was. Totally he did not. He did not complete. He did not graduate from the Chris Jenner School of PR. PR clearly. Um, because I feel like if he hadn't done that, like, oh, it was an accident. I uploaded it. I don't know. Somebody could have spun that shit the right way. But unfortunately, he decided to just, like, put the nail in his own coffin in that in that regard. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I don't know. I feel like if someone puts a gun at me, I wouldn't think that posting nude photos of them is, like, the worst thing that I could have done. I feel like I could have anger over a lot less than someone pointing a gun at me and pretending to yeah. strangle me because I was I'm like... I'm not saying that they're equivalent. I'm just saying that the level of toxicity here is just like... Over oh, yeah. 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 It's I just did. like, it's like insane. It's like you have this and then you have that and it's like they're not quite equivalent, but still like I feel like the overall escalation of anger, resentment, whatever it is between the two of them, it just keeps building and building. And I think throughout the case and as it continues on, we're probably going to see some worse shit. 100%. Well, I, so I was, you know, kind of going down the rabbit hole and reading the the article about Chris's testimony and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the thing that struck me was when they asked her, so apparently Chris testified and I guess like filed a, I don't know if it was a police report or something that um, Black, she threatened Kylie. And this was, I think, like early days, right? But then they were like, were you ever concerned for your son? Like after he had a gun pointed at him and Chris in one breath was like, oh, I was afraid that she was going to kill him or hurt him or harm him, whatever it was. But at the same time, she was like, but I wasn't worried about the relationship. We just all get, people get angry or like, we just needed to get over it. And I was like, wait, Typical what? Chris. Like, <laughs> hold the fucking phone. If somebody ever yeah. 
Like literally people look at me when I'm like walking my dogs down the street and I'm like, oh my God, they're trying to kill me. And I, I, like, I, I get like very bent out of shape, but a lot less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I know. This one was a juicy one. Um, I think Fine. the other thing that we should note though about the Kardashian family update, and this can be quick. Um, so I'm sure you saw this, but Scott Disick apparently responded to <laughs> some news that both of his exes are now engaged within six months of each other. So... Yeah, so for those of you who are also who don't spend half their life on Instagram, um, researching shit for the PBQs. Um, so obviously Courtney is engaged to Travis. They've been engaged for about six months. Sophia yeah. Richie, who dated Scott for three years. I think they broke up about a year and a half ago or yeah. two years, if I recall. Um, she just posted that she is now engaged to someone. I don't even know who the fuck he is. Um, no, that's... That's kind of half a lie because I looked into it. But basically, he's a CEO of um, a record label. Yeah. But, you know, people were very concerned. Like, oh, my gosh, is Scott going to go off the deep end again? Blah, blah, blah. And so he posted a picture of himself on a boat in Miami. And the caption was, in the 305, just call me good luck, Chuck. That's cute. I hadn't seen the movie, so I didn't really understand the joke. But apparently, that's the movie where, like, there's this dentist who dates girls. And then right after they date him, they find they're, like, one and only. only. So, um, I think that's kind of cute. I mean, I think he's... He has like a good, I don't know, like a good mindset about it. I think it's the best one he possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did finally watch the new show on Hulu last night. I was did like, you? I was like, I'm not going to watch, watch it. Episode. I'm done with this shit. Yeah. And then I only watched the first episode, yeah. and it was pretty. It, I, I like it. I I did think it was very good, but um, but there's obviously the whole scene where Scott is talking about like how devastated he is about Courtney. And, you know, I've always had people saying it's okay. You guys are going to work it out. I mean, I think this is a space to watch because he's gone off yeah. the deep end before. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I think he, there's been several things that have happened over the past like couple of years, and he's actually held like a pretty solid front. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think it just sucks that like the person he thought he was going to spend his whole life and everyone told him he was going to spend the rest of his life with mm-hmm. um, is really, really happy right now. Um, but he's also taking accountability. That's true. For it, where he was like, she has every right to hate me. I treated her like shit, blah, blah, blah. He did. So I don't know. I think kudos to you for finally yeah. being a man about the situation. But yeah. that's just my personal take yeah. on it. Okay. All right. I think we're on to the next one. Um, Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. <sighs> this is, this is, this, like, this is getting wild. Um, I found out, um, I didn't know this particular situation. Um, she shit in the bed and then tried <laughs> to blame the dogs, which by the way are Yorkies. So like their shits would probably be like this tiny. Um, it was like a loaf on the bed. Uh, <laughs> um, and I, I don't know if you listened to the audio recording. I didn't get a chance to. She basically was admitting to being physical with him um, in the sense of like hurting him. And then she was calling him a little bitch about it. Uh, I'm laughing because I feel like that's something I would say. <laughs> I, would I mean, like, it's not something to laugh about. Like this is no, <laughs> sorry, terrible, sorry. but I get what I get what you're trying to to, to get at. Um, yeah. Also, I don't know if you saw this too, but she is mimicking his style in court. Yeah. So a lot of psychoanalysts are saying that it's an intimidation technique. Um, which is also kind of crazy, like, yikes. Um, and then of course you had mentioned the crazy texts between him and Paul Bettany. 
um, where he basically said that he wanted to burn Amber Heard. And then um, fuck, fuck her dead corpse. corpse to make sure she was yes. dead. Excessive. Um, I mean, horrifying stuff. There's fault definitely on both sides. But I think it's just so fascinating to see, A, like... There's like this element that I'm fascinated by in regards to celebrity culture and kind of seeing the downfall and also the dynamics of like male, female conditioning to a degree when it comes to domestic violence playing throughout all of this. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see sort of the response from the public because I think that there's a very big sentiment around um, believing that Johnny Depp was wronged throughout all of this. Um, You mean now that this is... Yeah. This, um, the trial is started. Is Is it called a trial? Well, it's a defamation case. So, yeah, so it is like they're in trial right now. Yeah. But is it a jury situation? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, also, there's there's just like so much to unpack. Um, and I think also the other thing, and I sent you the the video for this. Yes. Um, Amber apparently had mentioned that she had been carrying sort of Milani Cosmetics, a very specific makeup pack, um, compact thing uh, to kind of cover up the bruises and that was between 2014 and 2016 was the time that she was referencing Mm -hmm. apparently that like makeup set wasn't out until 2017 Um, and they came out in a video on TikTok essentially being like bitch you lied (laughs) which I was like I think this yeah. is this is why I'm saying like celebrity culture here is so fascinating because now you're actually having brands kind of jump on this um, to a get sort of a sense of of branding work and marketing work because of the level of interest, mm-hmm. but also simultaneously they're swaying public opinion too. What was is that swaying public opinion or is that almost like providing evidence? Yeah, it is providing evidence. I don't know how much of that can actually be entered into court. Once once again, not a lawyer here. Um, So I'm not sure if things can be entered into, you know, like they have exhibit A, exhibit B, like actual evidence that they're um, bringing to the court. I'm not sure what the process is to bring in evidence like later in the game. Got it. I just thought that the video was savage. Oh, like they literally like so savage. Zoom in just so that there's like an arrow pointing to like her. They're like uses us in in court. Yeah, and that even like I thought it was so funny. And then they even said it to, um, I forget what song it was, but it was like an international spy or something. I, don't know, I mm-hmm. thought it was, I thought it was brilliant and it was genius. And the way that like. Their marketing person really like yeah. should get a raise after that one. Yeah, seriously. Um, I will say, I think it'd be really good once this case is over to actually do an episode on it and maybe even bring um, one of our lawyer friends on to kind of discuss the legalities. Um, just because I think once again, like this whole case is just soaked in so many layers as i mentioned earlier celebrity culture the domestic violence aspect the conditioning aspect from like the socio-normative like gender stereotypes um like the toxicity also the fact that they're now i don't know if you saw this but the tactic for amber heard's team our legal team is to say that he was so drugged up and drunk throughout their marriage that he didn't remember hitting her like that's the that's their strategy angle yeah at the moment. Um, well, I, I feel like... Uh, so it'd be kind of interesting to see yeah. like how um, plays alcohol addiction or drug addiction and like that as a disease is, you know, plays into the um, legal ramifications of all of this. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I think I'm... I have no idea which way this is going to go because there's obviously fault on both ends. I mean, those text messages are were pretty, pretty... damning. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but it doesn't prove that he hit her. It just proves that yeah. he has a lot of anger and clearly very disturbing thought processes. Yeah, no, I mean, I would think that towards someone that he's resentful towards. They're both so fucked up. But I, I don't think he cares about winning, right? It has nothing to do with the $50 million. I think it's truly just like, I want to clear my name. I think it's almost more about telling his story yeah, and less about winning. I don't think it's actually about yeah. like the defamation well, piece. Look at how public opinion has swayed so much since all of this is, yeah. has gone down. Like a lot of people are saying that Disney needs to apologize for dropping Johnny. Um, a lot of people are calling for Amber Heard to actually be cut. I mean, they've been saying that she should get cut out of Aquaman 2 since the beginning proceedings of their divorce uh, before they settled out, out of court. But um, she, you know, she has gone on scot-free, um, even though there has clearly been situations where she's also been in the wrong um, and has also enacted physical violence. Um, and so a lot of people are just like, so why is it okay that it goes one way yeah. but not the other? Mm-hmm. Um, they both, you know. But also, at the end of the day, like, these two celebrities, how much fucking money do they have in the bank? Like, they're going to be completely fine after all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also the aspect of celebrity culture here that I find. Because a lot of people are now, like, kind of exhausted about it, too. Like, why do we care? That's the other element of it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, why are we putting these people on a pedestal, you know? Well, I think that I think there are going to have to be ramifications for her at this point. Yeah. Just if nothing more for optics. Yeah. And I think Warner Bros, um, because they're the ones who are funding Aquaman 2, producing it. Um, I don't know if the people are actually going to go see the movie because like, people are actually talking about boycotting the film and not going to see mm-hmm. it. So. I also think that people that get so <laughs> bent out of shape about shit that they don't know, understand, they're not pr- like... It then goes to the argument of like, do you separate the artist from the art, right? I definitely do. Um, I think for me to a certain degree, I I mean, it sounds so shitty, but for some people, I will be willing to look the other way. Like, hate Chris Brown for what he did to Rihanna, like terrible, like what went down. It's actually, if you read the police report, it's it's kind of horrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, She barely made it out. Like, I feel like that night, if she hadn't escaped from the car, like- he probably could have killed her, unfortunately. From re- like, it's it's um, horrifying to read it, but um, the dude knows how to like bring out bangers. Like his music, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like his music is just so on point. Like I love dancing to Chris Brown's songs. I know I'm so terrible. I'm going to hell, but um, it's kind of also goes back to like I don't like R. Kelly, but I know a lot of people who are willing to separate like his music from his actions. Mm-hmm. Dude's a pedophile. How do you feel about Michael Jackson? That one is so complicated. I grew up loving him, and me and my dad used to like sharing his music. Um, but I did watch the HBO, the two-part documentary that they had come out. <sighs> I don't know. No comment. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No comment. Think about it on your long flight while you're tucked into your uh, silk pajamas Jeez. that were provided Here we by go. The yet airline. again, and then come back and let us know what Being you decided to think about as it. If she doesn't spend X amount of money on like fillers and facials and <laughs> whatnot. Come at me, bitch. I, I have, got receipts. I have exactly <laughs> two syringes of filler in my face. Thank you very much. It's about $1,500 total. Thank you. Uh, all right. All right. So the next one, um, the Will Smith and Jada debacle continues. And this is all, I think, um, interestingly enough, fallout from uh, the Oscar slap mm-hmm. heard across the world. Um, I'm sick of talking about it and hearing about it, but I think it's been fascinating to see what's kind of transpired and the sort of rumor mill that's going around around Will Smith and Jada's marriage. So there are two articles that came out. 
We know that Will Smith, some of his film projects have essentially gotten canceled or put on hold. Uh, Netflix came out and essentially canceled uh, Will Smith's sequel to his 2017 action film, Bright. I actually really love that movie. Um, And National Geographic basically delays, has delayed production on pole to pole, um, which was another thing that he was supposed to um, be on. Um, Netflix, I think, is an interesting one because, as we all know, Netflix lost a shit ton of money due to subscriber loss. Um, And they've been firing executives left and right and basically canceling shows and films left and right. Um, Almost like to say face to a degree, I think, and switching strategy. Um, So I'm going to take that that first one with a grain of salt because they're probably just trying to be strategic about what they're filming or what they're, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, Funding versus not. The other one, the other article I thought was interesting was that Will and Jada might be getting a divorce after the Oscar slap, and it could be one of the ugliest in Hollywood. And apparently due to rumors from sources close to the couple is that they're not talking because of the ever-growing tension between them two, considering what went down, because of of course the backlash against the entirety of the family. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Do we think, I, I feel like they've weathered so much. At but this point, they? like, what do you mean? She literally goes on her on her show like weekly and just talks shit and embarrasses him. I mean, I think this is obviously the the actual backlash. I feel like usually people are like sympathetic towards him. Yeah. Whereas now he's the what's the word I'm looking for? He's like he's the problem, right? And so everybody is now suddenly pointing the finger at him, and he, it's no longer we feel so sorry for you. So maybe he's finally like, you know what? I've had enough. Yeah. I am done taking whatever shit for you on your behalf, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, Look, I think that I, I'm shocked that they've made it this far. Well, they had an open marriage supposedly. So can you imagine being like, Hey, go fuck whoever you want. Cool. I'm down with that. Don't have a problem with someone else's like, you know, dick is in you, but fuck with my career. That's another story entirely. Well, I think this has been like a very long lead up, right? Like, We've talked about this. Jada's gone on Red Table Talk and essentially, like, smeared the shit out of his, yeah. like, reputation to a degree. And I think, like, manhood also to a degree, too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from the entanglement with August to being very honest about her marriage to Will and how she originally did not want to get married. Mm-hmm. And essentially framing it to the public that she does not have the same love for him as he does for her, which is heartbreaking. My heart is literally yeah. like so sad for him. Wait, really quickly. Why do we still call it the entanglement? Like, why can we not just be like, it was an affair? Or I guess it's not technically an affair if they have enough I mean, marriage, right? I kind of like calling it an entanglement because everyone knows what you're referencing when you say entanglement. Yeah, but I feel like that it's almost like the like, ongoing joke. But yes, but I feel like when you say entanglement versus affair, it almost like makes it. But once again, um, was it really an affair if he was aware of like the shit that was going down? Also, they say that they were separated. So I really don't know. All I know is, is that she is smeared his name through the mud. We've talked about this before where I think a lot of people are coming out and saying, um, look, he should not have have slapped Chris Rock. That like, that is never the answer. But a lot of people, when you look at public opinion and where it's at, like across social media, a lot of people are saying, you know, like Jada kind of drove him to it. And that's not Mm -hmm. to say that like, Anybody, you should like blame somebody else for your own actions. But a lot of people are like, look at the psychological distress that has been going on within their relationship for X amount of years and the questioning of his manhood against all of that. Um, and then on a public 
you know, display being like, I'm going to defend my woman. Yeah. And Literally then, in front of all of your peers, people that you respect, colleagues, blah, blah, blah. Across the world yeah. who are watching that. Um, and, and doing that. And so I just, <laughs> I just imagined myself like walking into the office one day. Cause you know, I go once a year and be, and literally just like slapping the shit out of someone and then being like, Oh, I wasn't allowed to do that. Can you imagine? That would feel really good. It probably would. I can already think of, of a few people. <laughs> um, yeah, I look, I don't know how it's going to land one way or another. I think that, um, to your point, they have weathered through a lot, but I just, I think this is very different. Okay. Question. How do you think that he can recover from this? Do you think that the solution is getting rid of the toxicity in his life? Or do you think that the solution is like, no, we're so strong. I stand by my woman and what I did and blah, blah, blah. Well, he's apologized and he said that his behavior was yeah. unacceptable. But that doesn't mean he recovered from it, right? Like, No, definitely not. And I think that's why we're seeing the fallout as such. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to recover from this. I think he's, you know, it's so hard because we talked about this last time or a couple of weeks ago where he has built up this persona and this sort of like image to the public. Like Will Smith could do no wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Like we all loved him from his Fresh Prince of Bel-Air days. We all loved the little clean rapper from Philly. We all loved like seeing him evolve and be who, you know, evolve into who he's become. Um, and I think, you know, seeing one wrong thing and have that be what breaks the camel's back and sways public opinion after so many years of doing so good, it's heartbreaking. Um, I think he'll be able to come back from it. It's just going to take time. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll see, I, I guess. I think he's going to be okay. I think he'll yeah. be fine. Regardless, he'll be okay. I think he needs to leave her ass. I think that they need to, like, move past it because... yeah. I don't think it's healthy from what we're seeing and what we're hearing. But once again, we're not in the marriage, right? So, um, but if what? I were, I feel like we're all pretty much in the marriage <laughs> at this point, right? Like we know about their sexual situations. Yeah. We know about like their ang- like No, I, uh, Fair I, enough. I, I think we know enough yeah. to and make I mean, a judgment on this. Let me insert myself Jada into allowed America. In the exactly. World that's what I'm saying. Marriage. Right? Like they that's welcomed fair. it. It's not like we were like, Ooh, let me, you know, take photos through your, your ficus trees or no, like literally they aired that shit. And then people, yeah, I think that we know enough and we've been married for, I feel like almost as long as that. No, not Jesus, literally, but no, but um, it's kind of interesting because I, I just think about it. Like every time we say something publicly about like our own marriages, I always I think know, like, like, how would people yeah. take this out of context? But I guess it just comes with the territory when you, you know, decide to mm-hmm. put stuff out there like that. Like just know that at some point someone may or may not use it against you. My God, or frame. I mean, no, not even that. It's just like everyone has like their own lens in which they view the world from, and so they will project whatever they want to project based on what they understand of the world and what you've communicated to them and how their brain is interpreting it. Yeah. So you can't please everyone, right? Just live your life authentically and true to yourself. So anyway, on that note, <laughs> um, shall we go on to our next BBQ? Or do you have? Last closing thoughts on that. No, I have no closing thoughts. I think that they need to move on from each other because I need some, I need another like pursuit of happiness from Will. I I, I need this. We we need to move past this. I need another tearjerker. That's what I need. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, like I said, it's just so sad. Like he finally got his Oscar and now it's just a shit smear just all over his legacy Mm -hmm. because of one bad moment. But I digress. Okay. Next one. Nini Leaks sues Bravo. I think the 
theme here. Just like it's very trendy to have a, some kind of lawsuit going on in your life right now. Um, I feel like this also came out of fucking nowhere. Like ha- she left Bravo how many years ago? Now you're suddenly got your panties in a bunch about it. Like, and I think Nini is great. I love that she's like. I wonder what set her off. Like I, I think literally every other celebrity in the world has a fucking lawsuit. They're suing somebody, and she's decided, <laughs> let me jump in on this. It's just part of Hollywood now. Well, we have like a little bit of momentum, and people are, you know, I, who should we sue first? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I so, mean, okay. So, do you want to give everybody a quick rundown of like the yeah, situation? So, because this is new, I didn't know about this the other night, and someone was like, "Oh, you like talk about celebrities in your podcast? What do you think of?" And I was like. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my, my real housewife stuff was more about, um, Potomac. I don't know if you know about, you're not as familiar with the Potomac. No. Right? Is there another lawsuit? It's not a lawsuit. It's this one of exhausting. the couples that has like a lot of infidelity. They just announced that they're getting divorced and she had two kids from him and uh-huh. people think he's gay Michael Darby. And anyways, that's besides the point. We're talking about Nene Leakes right now. Um, so Nene Leakes is suing Bravo and Andy Cohen over alleged racist and hostile work environment. Um, and according to the paperwork, she's saying, I feel like that. There isn't much to really decipher from this because I feel like when you say like racially insensitive and like work hostile, okay, so what exactly happened? Like I want to know exactly what happened here that led to this lawsuit. Um, So per the court documents, um, they're basically saying that they, you know, NBC is saying that we maintain a corporate culture or they're saying that they have maintained a corporate culture that's insensitive to black talent and fosters racially offensive behavior that goes unpunished. Now, what I thought what was really interesting she named Kim Zolciak, Bierman, is that her last yeah. name? Yeah. Um, she named her as saying that she got preferential treatment. And for those who don't remember, Kim was on Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I think for the first, like, what, two, three, four seasons? Was it three? I don't know the specifics. I, th- I think she came back at some point as well, like, similar to Nini. But they started together, well, put it that way. she had her own show, too, when she was Oh, Life dating. of the Party or whatever? Yeah. Something, or Late to the Party, Tardy to the Party, tardy whatever. To the party. Tardy Party, whatever. <laughs> Um, so apparently she named her, named her directly in the lawsuit saying that she got preferential treatment. Um, she was racially insensitive in a lot of ways. Production did nothing about it. Um, yeah, I don't really know where this is going to go. And I'm also very surprised to hear that this is happening now versus when they were in the midst of it. That's my biggest thing, right? Again, like she has been disconnected from Bravo for quite a while at this point. And so it's just like, why now? Um, I also like feel like this is, there is a lot of momentum for this particular, Mm -hmm. we'll say topic right in the workplace. But for me, it's like, if she was an active cast member, I could totally understand. She's like, Hey, this happened yesterday or last week or even last year. But I'm like, where are you coming from with all of this? And my other thing is just like, look, don't always bite the hand that feeds you, right? Like, and and well, they're not feeding her anymore, right? Yes, but come on, you can't tell me she didn't fucking cash in from Housewives at all. Yeah, I think. I mean, I hate to say it, but um, I'm pretty sure this is going to bite her in the ass in some way, or it may open up avenues for her yeah, too. Yeah, of like, okay, well, we'll treat you right, and we'll give you like your own show, yeah. and or some people in Hollywood may like kind of like what happened with um. What's her name? Scarlett Johansson and and Disney, mm-hmm. where she essentially sued Disney for the fact that they put Black Widow, 
the movie onto Disney Plus, the streaming service. So she lost out on revenue from the yeah. movie being in the box office. And so a lot of people were saying, well, she's now going to get blacklisted in Hollywood. Um, and she ended up, I mean, I haven't seen her active in anything. I think now she's doing a movie with um, Chris, what's his name? Chris Evans. Um, I think she just signed on to that. But uh, I'm pretty sure she's burned bridges at Disney. So, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure some executives are like, you know, I don't want someone who's going to be difficult. I hate to say it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think everyone should fight for what they believe is right. But at the end of the day, I also feel like probably there are probably some assholes that are up there that are like, I don't want to be difficult. It's all politics, right? It's all politics. But no. How much ass are you kissing, basically? (laughs) Just to go back to Nini really quickly, though, I think my thing is, look, you were were perfectly content while you were being paid, right, by the network. And I don't know the specifics. I don't think that they've come out yet to clarify any, like, this was the incident or this is exactly what I mean by insensitive behavior and blah, blah, blah. Um, I actually think, like, Bravo, they, they over the years, and again, I don't know about the specific ins and outs of the day-to-day working with that network uh, or any network, (laughs) let's be real. Um, But I, I, I feel like they, they are trying, right? And like, whether they have gotten there Right, I don't think anyone's gotten there yet. Yeah, right, no like has. every company Let's in every industry in every country is yeah. dealing mm-hmm. with inclusion. You know, DNI in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, but I feel like they they have definitely taken steps. Right, we have like, and and at the time, I feel like Housewives of Atlanta was such a. It was it was it was really unique in that it was almost an entirely well. This is the interesting thing. So in the court documents, and I'll read this out loud, she asserts that the company's lack of diversity in its corporate structures contributed to insensitivities toward people of color, further alleging that the Real Housewives franchise is racially segregated and called out their treatment of diverse show stars. So this is the other thing that I found intriguing because when Real Housewives of Atlanta and Real Housewives of Potomac came out, I was actually really excited. I was like, yes, like black women, we're talking about actual African-American culture here, like kind of opening the, you know me when I've always felt this whole like, don't put us in white stories or white written stories or white written narratives or like white frameworks. Give us the avenue or give us the ability or the, give us the stage for us to be able to tell our own stories, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like really excited about Real Housewives of Atlanta, predominantly black, predominantly like, you know, women of color um, across Potomac and Atlanta. And they're talking about like things that are related within the community, Right. So, like, for her to kind of say that the franchise is racially segregated, there's a part of me that's, like, but, like, I kind of love that in the sense that, like, we're actually giving storylines that are related to that demographic. You know what I mean? So, I, I don't know. And I think, you know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like, of course, we have, like, the white dominant ones, which is unfortunate. They Um, did bring in. They did bring in Garcelle. We have Garcelle. We have Crystal. Crystal is Minkoff. No, what's her last? Crystal Kung Minkoff. Minkoff. There we go. Um, I just know her because her husband um, directed The Lion, Lion King. King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we have. I, I can't know. remember her name right now, but the new season they brought in Will Smith's ex-wife. Actually, yes, they did. So. And also Salt Lake City. They also have like diversity there. So I feel like they're they're doing they're doing a good job. In they're trying. doing their part. They're, they're doing their part. But at the same time, too, like, does it go the other way? Like, does that mean then that because they're racially segregating within Atlanta and within Potomac, that all of a sudden she's asking for white talent to come onto those shows? Well, there was Kim. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> now if you look at it, like yeah. no, it's I a know. predominantly black cast. So does it go the other way? I wonder if that's what she's 
No, probably. That's yeah, no. She's that's definitely, definitely not. not. But, but it's like, it. it's like for me, it's like, okay, well, what is the goal of this? Like, what is the aim of it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially in these corporate worlds, it's just going to take so long for these places to look like what America actually looks like. So for her to like reference that and then talk about yeah. racial segregation in regards to the cast and the shows, like it can go both ways. Yeah. All I'm say. saying is like, it's just coming at a very random and maybe convenient or inconvenient time. Well, I don't there know. were talks that she was supposedly at some point going to take over Wendy Williams' show. I don't know if you remember this. So Wendy Williams, with her nasty divorce, has had like several health issues. She like fainted on her show at some point. There were talks that apparently Nene Leakes was going to take over. It's someone else um, who's actually taking over. But um, I wonder if this is like her way of... <laughs> In, you know, Chris Jenner mindset, as we like to do, maybe it's a way of like, you know, Just getting her attention. name. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, not that it's unwarranted because, you know, I'm sure that there are issues within the Bravo network and within NBC in general when it comes to diversity. Um, I think we've seen it across the board in a lot of, you know, companies in general. But it is to your point, like, why wasn't this done immediately once you quit versus like years after the fact? Yeah. I'm just like... Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, cool. And on that note, shall we, shall we bid adieu until, until Wednesday? Yes, ma'am. When you're going to be living it up overseas in the motherland. Oh God, here we go again. You're really, I bet you now that like we keep saying this on this podcast, they're tracking me. I'm definitely going to get frisked at security. Some sort of like cavity check. I don't know. <laughs> Lord. Um, and on that note, I'll leave you all with that visual. Um, we'll see you all on Wednesday. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 